So, a quick word from our sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely free. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listenership. It's easy. Everything to make a podcast is in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The Brackle Town Podcast. Four fans, five fans. Come on the Robins. afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and a very warm welcome to the second unofficial Robins podcast of season two, our visit to Bashley FC in the New Forest for the FA Cup preliminary round. This is your roving reporter, Guy Toon, standing in for anchorman James, the Captain Birdseye, and Chief Pundit, Steve, the Gaffer Witty, who are both away this week. This week's episode features some exclusive background information about our hosts, courtesy of Mike Cranage, the current Bashley Honorary President and the Football Secretary, and Media Manager Ryan White, followed by music from the Bash Street Kids and some off-the-wall interviews with Louis S.B. and Manager Bobby Wilkinson. Good afternoon and welcome to the Glen Mech Stadium, the home of Bashley FC for the first round preliminary FA Cup match between Bashley FC and Bracknell Town FC. I've just arrived after two and a half hours on the M3. I'm assuming that everybody's suffered the same feat. So we're hoping for a, a win, obviously, for Bracknell Town. I will hopefully join you at half-time for the half-time review. Judging by the structure of the ground here, it's obvious that the Bashley team have played in high leagues in their history. Come on, you Robbies! Good afternoon, Robbins fans. I'm at the Glen Mech Stadium at Bashley FC for the FA Cup preliminary qualifying round featuring Bashley against Brantle Town. I have the team sheet in front of me. I'm trying to find someone to read it for me, but can't find any of the away fans. But anyway, as we go... In goal, Mark Scott, number two, Jack Dean, number three, Massimo Giamatti, number four, Anthony Cheshire, number five, Daniel Bayliss, number six, Scotty Fanta Reese, number seven, Captain Max Herbert, Michael Atkinson, number eight, number nine, number nine, David Tarpey, number ten, Michael Platt, number eleven, Sebastian Bauman, number twelve, Joseph Grant. And on the bench we have Timitopi Owika, James Clark, 15, 16, Shakilis Mal, 17, George Knight, 18, Ethan Burden, 21, Joseph Wilaiter. This is your baby reporter, Gitu, and bringing you all the news and views for Blackwater. I say, come on, you Robins.
when the arms go up Like we about to drink from a cup Cause we a bunch of buff dudes just flexing Acknowledging our feats via human connection Let's bash, let's monster bash Oh, the sound of the Backstreet Kids and let's bash The theme for this weekend's FA Cup preliminary qualifying round clash against Bashley FC known as The Bash I remember reading the comic strip The Backstreet Kids in the Beano comic back in the 70s now, according to Mike Cranich, the current Bashley honorary president and football secretary, the ground we are visiting today was originally a large field with a stream running right through the middle, which often flooded. Despite the conditions, a group of local lads started playing football and their folks, all local builders, decided to try and develop the ground, make it more suitable, as the nephew of the landowner was a member of the team. So back in 1947, Bashley at last had its own football club. <laughs> They progressed and due to generous donations began investing in more quality players and on one occasion forked out many thousands of pounds just for three players. They progressed to playing in Europe under semi-professional status, however the money ran out and they only managed to salvage one point in an entire season, becoming infamous as the worst team in Europe despite live coverage on national TV in Holland. It looked as if the club would fold but their fortunes took a positive turn when the landowner generously donated the ground through the Charities Commission. The club has now received a lucrative sponsorship deal from a local developer. Now, although known as the Bash, the club have also been known as the Stags. And Bashley media manager Ryan White told me in the week that they feature a stag on their jerseys as a symbol of the New Forest area, as stags and ponies can often be seen wandering along the roadside. The club are currently members of the Wessex League Premier Division and played up until recently at Bashley Road. They play in yellow shirts, black shorts and black socks at home and white jerseys, green socks at away games. The Bash were established, as we know, in 1947, joining the Bournemouth League in 1950, where the club remained until moving up to Division 3 of the Hampshire League in 1983. When the Wessex League was formed in 1986, Bashley were founder members and inaugural champions in 1987. They won the league and again the following season, as well as reaching the semi-finals of the FA Vars where they lost 2-1 on aggregate to Emley, with a record attendance of 3,500 for the home fixture, a record which still stands today. Following a third successive Wessex League title in 1989, the team was promoted to the South Division of the Southern League. Now Bashley won the South Division, earning promotion to the Premier Division, but ended up back in the South Division at the end of the 1994 season. In 1995, the club reached the first round of the FA Cup for the first time after beating Chesham United 1-0 in the first round, although they were overhauled by Swansea City 1-0 in the second round. In 1999, the Southern Division was renamed the Eastern Division, and in 2004, the club were transferred to Division 1 of the Ishman League. After two seasons in the Ishman, Bashley were moved to Division 1 South and West of the Southern League. The club won the division of the first attempt, earning promotion to the Premier Division. The following season saw them finish fifth in the Premier Division, qualifying for the promotion playoffs. However, they, were, they lost 4-1 to eventual winners at Bath in the semi-finals. After finishing bottom of the Premier Division, Bashley were relegated back to the Division 1 South and West, but avoided relegation the following season. In 2016, when they failed to win a single game, they were relegated to the Premier Division of the Wessex League and in July 2020, it was announced that Bashley Road 
would then be renamed the Glenmick Stadium following a sponsorship agreement with the local businessman Paul Lucas. Their best FA performance was the second round in 1995, best FA Trophy performance fourth round 2002, the best FA Vars performance semi-finals 1988 and their record attendance as previously mentioned was 3,500 against Emley in the FA Vars semi-final in 1988. The biggest win was 21-1 versus Cooperative Bournemouth League 1964, but their heaviest defeat was 22 against Airspeed Bournemouth League 1957. Their most appearances were John Bone, a staggering 829, and the most goals were from Richard Gillespie, 134. Their record transfer deal paid was 7,500 to Newport Isle of Wight for Danny Gibbons and 7,500 to Dorchester Town for David Elm. The record transfer fees received were 15,000 from Salisbury for Craig Davis and 15,000 from Eastleigh for Paul Sales. Also 15,000 from AFC Bournemouth for Wade Elliott. It's half time at the Glenmeck Stadium. The score here, Bashley nil, Town one. Now Bashley did come out at a ferocious pace and the first 20 minutes was a little scrappy to say the least. They were sitting deep and using their wing backs. There were a couple of attempts on goal but uh, both were well wide of the target. But uh, after about 30 minutes the Romans began to consolidate their chances and looked a bit more organised. And then uh, approaching half time Seb Bauman, back from injury, took advantage of a, a gap in the defence and crossed the ball in from the left with David Tarpey rising like a salmon to head the ball home on 41 minutes. So we're hoping for more goals in the second half. So I will be joining you at full time with one of the pundits or someone I can find to uh, sum up the game. So uh, come on you Robins. <laughs> Time at the uh, Mac Stadium and uh, Bratnell have won 1 0. And I've got Louis SB with me to give his post match analysis. In the first half, a little bit scrappy, they're really up for it, really sitting deep. Um, kind of had a 3 5 2, wing backs back, and luckily with a cross in the first half, just before half time, Dave Tarpey knew he'd come good to be fair. And he deserved the goal. Um, and in the second half, um, very scrappy again, really. They wanted to get back into it. Us defending for our lives. Did it really well. Sat deep. Played our time. Took it well. Saw the game out. I think that was, I think it was a really good team performance. And there's a lot to come from this team, really. And what are your, thanks, sir, Louis. And what about next weekend? What do you think? How is, how's it going to go, do you think? New, first game at the new ground? First game at the new ground, I mean... With Seb back, Max, everyone in the kind of starting, like the team, everyone firing for places. I think there's definitely 
Like, as I said before, a lot to come, um, and it's, it'll be really good. Yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited, excited. So I think there's only one yeah. thing to say, and that is... Come oh, on, you, Robin! Hi, Robin! Hi, Robin! you were saying about uh, they played six games we've only played one yeah they played six games so that's why I needed to go down and watch them on Tuesday night so I drove down to Bournemouth Tuesday night to watch them because I knew they were a good side and they got a very good reputation a couple of Portsmouth players Southampton youngster so I had to take my job serious this week and make sure we were ready to beat them so absolutely buzzing to be that. That's, that's fantastic, Bobby. That's why we always chant, we want to be in Bobby's team. <laughs> I, I did hear it, Tal. I really appreciate that. I, I love it. My kids love it at all. So, like, literally, because at Willstone, they used to say chant, they didn't want to be in my team. <laughs> Even though I was winning there as well. So, uh, to, have, uh, to have the fans on your side, but all these lads, they deserve the credit because their, their dedication. And today was the first time, even in pre-season, I could get my team on the, on the uh, grass, what was really good. To have Seb back, Max back, Akko back, you know, it showed it. When we've got everyone, we, we're a force to be beaten. And yeah, really pleased for the club and won the chairman some money. So he's happy. Let's see if he put it in his pocket and get us a curry or something this week. <laughs> Let's hope he can do that, Bobby. The only disadvantage of being about getting a, out of your pram when you're a supporter is that when we start banging on bins and things like that, we didn't realise that it was full of water and Max Herbert's mum got splashed. Oh, right, OK. Uh, well, it's a sunny day, so she should enjoy it. So, like, literally. And, uh, yes, but I'm glad to have Max back. And uh, sorry to his mum, but make sure she's here at the next game. <laughs> Many thanks, Bobby. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks well, for all your support. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Town Podcast. For fans, by fans, come on the Robins.